hard work of so many sacrificed by the disrespect of few. Moxley. You sacrifice the honor of this football team and the town that supports it. Shit, you poison my team, son. Hope last night was fun. Hope it was fun. Was it fun? Was it fun? <laughs> You think you don't have to listen to me? Your daddy was a no-talent pussy, but at least he listened. Oh, little Billy Bob cry, baby. You cost me my perfect season. How's it feel? Huh? Cry me a river, you fat fucking baby. You disgust me. My star quarterback is dragging his leg around because of you. And on top of that, I gotta sit and watch you cry about it. No, you know what? Get the fuck out of here. I don't want to see your fat face. Get out. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. Ah, welcome back to the Malcolm Go podcast. A week after a loss, a rare Malcolm Go podcast after a loss. Uh, with me again, as always, Tyler Trainer. What's going on, Tone? Different uh, vibe here today. That's a very different vibe. You were talking down, heavily talking down Alex Smith, and he shredded them. Um, I like to think that that's Coach Kilmer yelling at Jordan Richards, is not Billy Bob. If only Jordan Richards was fat, that would be a perfect clip. Jordan Richards causing us, costing us a perfect fucking season. This fat fucking baby. <laughs> oh man! So what happened Thursday? I don't even. I've been in a blackout for a week. <laughs> Disgusted with what happened. Can't see you over these fake flowers. When I walked in the huh? studio, the empty bottles of vodka everywhere when I walked. Sleeping the through the week and haven't gone to work. I don't know what's going on. Fucking disaster of. A travesty. Let me tell you about my my Thursday last week. So excited. Leave to go to work. I mean, come leave work about noon. Come back here. Plan is to leave at 2. So I know it's going to take a little bit of time getting down there. Um, so you get regular work traffic going south, and you also get the Patriots traffic, which makes it worse. So I get to fucking the Tobin Bridge, and it's already a disaster. I know I'm fucked. So I get... There, in about five minutes, I sit in the tunnel for about 40 minutes. It took me two and a half hours to get to the game, which I guess is to be expected. It usually takes me about 40 minutes. So this is triple what it takes. Get down there. I, I slide in to, um, I should say first, we get down onto Route 1. And, you know, the big thing is the barstool towels, right? So I got me, my brother, and Vince, who's been on the podcast before, and... Uh, we finally drive by like the, where they're handing them out. We see millions of them going everywhere. And uh, it's the official Barstool bus, like the big RV. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Vince, get out. And um, so he gets out, and the fucking police are like, you can't stop, you can't stop, you can't stop. I'm like, fuck. So they made me keep going. So I just kind of go as slow as I can. But for some reason, this is the only part of the, uh, the whole, my whole day where the traffic kind of goes a little bit. So I end up going like three miles down the road, and Vince 
texts me. He's like, where'd you guys go? They won't let me have the towels without the tickets. I was like, fuck. Uh. So Vince didn't get the towels. And then he had to sprint all the way back. The whole time, fucking Mounties are everywhere. And they're fucking on their Clydesdale screaming at people that are walking in the street. I'm like, Vince is going to get fucking uh, shot by a cop right now or trampled at least. And uh, some, some re- you know, 10 minutes later, we're like, where the fuck is Vince? Because Vince had the money to park. So it was an issue. So we're like, where the fuck is Vince? Finally, we catch up with him. He's in the parking lot waiting for us. So we get into the parking lot where we always park, take a left into the stadium, and we're going down to, like, the handicapped area by the mute movie theater, local references. Uh, and the lady says, you know, where she usually says, okay, $40, please. She says, parking lot's closed. It's full. I was like, what do you mean it's full? She says, it's full. You got to go across the street. I said, you couldn't fucking tell me that after I haven't, I took a left into the parking lot and it's going to take me another fucking three hours to get across the street. So she's like, well, they should have told you. Moose out, fr- Moose out front should have told you. Um, so we get in there. They fucking finally, so we do a U-turn, go across the street. It takes me about another 45 minutes just to get to the parking lot on the other side of the street. They, we're in the fucking back of the world we're in the woods i didn't even know there was woods by there we're in the fucking right next to the woods there's a porta potty which was nice there's a porta potty and then just woods and we're on gravel like the old foxborough stadium i'm like what the fuck i mean i could barely i could barely take a picture of the stadium from where i was it was so far so the person i was supposed to tailgate with was on the complete opposite side of the stadium i was just like fuck this by the time we literally got to uh like Settled in. It was like 6.15. Like four hours of driving. No towels. Nobody's giving out towels. Like, remember, they're like, Barstool, we got all these volunteers. We're going to be handing out towels everywhere, man. And fucking one place I saw. Um, so we, we, find, you know, we drink beers, set up our fucking tailgate session, which was really just drinking. We didn't have any food because we were like, some, we were invited to this fancy tailgate with a pizza uh, oven and all this shit. So we, we like suck it up. We're like, all right, let's walk over there takes us like 45 minutes they won't let you number one they won't let you cross the street with beers so we had to drink like six beers before we could i was like i'm not fucking getting rid of them so we sat there in front of the road drank them on the other side of the road and now that you know bob Kraft's putting drunk drivers on the road because now we're all shit-faced because we just drank we just fucking shotgun four beers each um finally get across the street it's about 7 10 7 20 uh oh no, actually it was probably later than that it was like 7 50, yeah 7 30 and, um, you know, we finally catch up with who we were going to meet up with. No food at the tailgate. All gone. Pizza oven is closed. Fucking, there was like one little steak tip. I snagged it. Uh, all these guys are playing bean bags, yelling at each other. A fucking car comes by, runs over the bean bag table. Oh. Not the table, the fucking... The board. The board. Fucking destroys it. So I've been there five minutes, can't play bean bags, no food. I'm like, this is already a disaster. So we were like, all right, we got to get in. So we go and wait in line. Of course, the line takes forever. So we, it takes us like 40, probably 40 minutes to get in. So we get in about 8.10, miss a little bit of the pregame activities. Um, luckily, we catch Mark Wahlberg. From, and, uh, oh, geez. He's, fuck Mark Wahlberg. We but, catch Mark Wahlberg, the guy who left the Super Bowl, gets to fucking announce the team, gets to it. fucking announce the team coming out and the banner coming down. I don't get it. But it did. I uh, should have done it. I was fucking there. On, on TV, it didn't really last that long. It looked like it was maybe like a... Eight minutes. Yeah, it wasn't very long. It was like twenty. Yeah, it was like yeah, it was fucking ten minutes maybe. I thought the highlight was how fast they got the trophies off the field. You see them? They just fucking all got behind them and sprinted across Did the they? field. I don't know. Oh, was I was I was I was so annoyed. I, I liked that Julian Edelman came out though. They celebrated him. 
yeah. his his victories. So anyway, the game goes by. Obviously, it's good for first half. Second half is a complete fucking clusterfuck disaster. We, um, you know, I'm thinking, let's just fucking stay to the end because we're not going anywhere. My brother Frankie's bitching at me because he's going to be up at like 3 in the morning and go to work. I'm like, Frank, you know when we go out there, nothing's going to change. We're not going to fucking move. So we get out there. It's probably, I think the game ended at like 1230. So we get out. Uh, we're like, fuck. We, I mean, you already see the traffic's bumper and bumper. You're not going anywhere. And uh, we have to walk fucking across the fucking eternity to get to our car. Um, so we're like, let's just go and like sit in a bar or a hotel or something. So we see like the Sheridan or whatever hotel is there. They're like, do you have your uh, room key? I was like, fuck, don't have a room key. Don't, can't go in there. So we see across the street, we go, can we go in Davio's? which is like a fancy bar, which we didn't want to go into. And they're like, can't come in, close, guys. So we're like, all right, here's Toby Keith's bar. And they're like, uh, sorry, guys, can't come in, we're closed. I'm like, fuck, and it's like cold now. So we're like, all right, let's just go across the street. So we go across the street, takes this fucking 25, it was like herding cattle. They had everybody in this little fucking like fenced-in area waiting to cross. I was like, we're never going to get across the street. We're in the way back. We must have went through like three fucking green lights uh, where they just fucking let... 200 people go, 200 people go, 200 people go. Meanwhile, it's like fucking 40,000 people. And then eight fucking black kids in Kansas City Chiefs uniforms fucking taunting us from the other side of the fucking, <laughs> from the other side of the fence. It was so annoying. And uh, so we're sitting there. I'm like, all right, we finally get to our car. Yeah, but no, but people are trying to leave and it, they're not moving an, an inch. So I was like, let's just fucking sit here. So we sat there for an hour, fell asleep in the car. Um, it should be noted I wake up. how much Frankie whines when he doesn't want to do something. So I could just imagine the Frankie world's the entire worst. time. <laughs> yeah. He's the worst. He fucking, he, that's literally all he does. Why you call him Frankie Tunnel Vision? It's because <laughs> exactly. whatever he doesn't want to do anything, he, he fucking lets you know about it. And the minute he wants to leave or do anything. Guys, it's so fucking dumb. We're just sitting here. I'm fucking, so, so we, uh, we all fall asleep in the car. I wake up about an hour and 45 minutes later. It's like 2, 2.05. People still in my parking lot. Turns out it's the last parking lot they let out. So oh. it's like 2.15. I'm like, fuck, I can't sit here anymore. We slept for like an hour and 45 minutes in the car. Miserable. So uh, we, get in the, we get in the car. We're like, fucking fine, let's just go. We get in the bumper-to-bumper traffic. It takes almost like tw- 25 minutes to get out of the parking lot, which is outstanding, I thought. Just, you know, I was like fucking next to the gate, by the way. It took me 25 minutes to get like eight cars out <laughs> and that. Uh, as soon as we hit the road, it was like a ghost town. Fucking zipped home in like two seconds. Miserable fucking day that was. That was probably the worst experience I've had at a Patriots game since I can remember. Maybe, probably the worst from start to finish. Miserable. I mean... Anything to add? It was just... It's not even like the game could help. Like Even if they won, that's still a shitty day at a Pats game. No, if but. they won, I would have been... You know, a little bit happier. Probably after the game, we would have had a couple of beers. Instead, I sat in my car, miserable. It's not even like Selfie. a nice car. It's not like I'm, a hit, I'm like sitting in a fucking comfy Escalade with big cushioned bucket seats. I was in the fucking Ford Escape with fucking Ooh. torn up seats and <laughs> shitty fucking construction debris in it. You had the company car on the road, down yeah. Well, Atta boy. Careful, careful. Oh. <laughs> filled up, filled it up with company gas on the way to the game. Um, what a disaster! It was just fucking. And we didn't even get a bar stool towel. My brother yeah. Frankie stole one from the kid in front of us. It was so shit faced. He just sniped it out of his back pocket. Oh, really? Yeah. I wanted to at least do that. So it was a fucking. Let's talk about the game a little bit. What a defensive travesty that was. The worst defense I've seen the Patriots play in, I don't know, 
since fucking 2009 that I can remember. It was it was, it was horrible. Like Will Height Wheatley esque. Oh, I don't play defense. A little Bill Murray for you. Yeah, um, yeah it was. It wasn't even so much the secondary. It was, it was just complete fucking breakdowns everywhere. Miscommunication. It was so... I don't even think it was the players as much as it was the coaching. It was horrendous. They gave up 42 points. That's the most Belichick ever gave up. They gave up four 90-yard-plus drives in the game. Oof. They gave up They gave up three all of 2016 90-plus-yard drives. They did four in one game. They had, like... I think they had... Uh, I forget they had they had zero or something seventy yard plays last year against they had two in this game, Ugh. disaster. It was just it was bad. Awful there was no defense. real bright spots. Like the the secondary didn't play well. McCordy was the only one who McCordy oh, played he great. Up. He had a great uh, I thought that kid. You know the the front three like uh, Flowers Butler and uh, well at least Flowers and Butler. I thought they played good, and then Malcolm the de- Brown played all right. Malcolm Brown played all right. The first the first level was okay. Second level was a complete disaster, which was the the linebackers. And I thought the secondary was sh- shit. They just but that was miscommunication well, everywhere. But well, they're playing zone and uh, against yeah. They, I mean, make that sense to play zone. Not when you have the two two of the top man to man corners in the NFL. Why would you play zone? It would make well, no sense. Belichick did do this when we first got Revis and they lost to the Dolphins. Yeah, the first week he or made two. They played right. zone for like three weeks and they looked like shit and then all of a sudden they started playing man and, and just like shut down everybody. Yeah. yeah. So maybe he's doing something similar where he's like, let's just teach him how to play zone. Or get a, Yeah, figure out the the defense but like they couldn't even play zone. No, <laughs> they they were fucking, looked real bad. They were the, the big bomb to Tyree Kill where, you know, Gilmore's running stride for stride with him and then stops the fucking the secondary was playing cover four. I mean the D, the uh, safeties were playing cover four, and the and the corners were playing cover two. It was just a complete disaster. They weren't doing anything right. They had fucking Jordan Richards playing on the line, playing linebacker. Jordan Richards couldn't play linebacker on a flag football team. He couldn't play football on a flag football team. I didn't understand that. I did. It didn't make any sense. He is fucking terrible. He's the worst. He's the worst football player. Bill Belichick has drafted ever. I, I'm not even saying since he came to the Patriots. He's the worst football player he ever had on this team. He can't play defense. He can't play special teams. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know how he's on the team. He got, They drafted him in the second round. And I listen, I always find a fucking a shimmer of hope in some player that they get. Like, they did this exact same thing with Jake Beckett from Arkansas. Like He had a 3.9 in Stanford. I don't give a fuck about his GPA, which maybe he should go be a doctor. He's probably better at that. Um, maybe, but maybe helps on the uh, with the GM manage the financials. Yeah, maybe it does. And after practice, I know he's he's great in the community. He's he's everyone's so gr- thrilled with him in the community. I'm telling you, he's got he's the same terrible thing football that player. Jake Beckett has. When, you know, Belichick has overreached for like since I can remember, like six, seven players. Right? You think about it, like. Tavon Wilson, second round, reach. Deron Harmon, reach. Turned out to work out. Da- Tavon Wilson, they cut the bait. They let him walk as a free agent. But he was able to play special teams through his rookie contract, right? Then they got Jake Beckett, who was like a third-round pass rusher from Arkansas. Sucked. Couldn't do anything. Was terrible. But Belichick kept him around for like three and a half seasons until he was like, all right, I really can't pull anything out of this kid. And they just fucking finally cut him. And he didn't, like, he didn't even catch up with another team. Like, 
usually a Patriot. If you ever wore a Patriots helmet, like you're going to with under Belichick and with Brady, you're going to get some notice from other teams and probably picked up. Jake Beckett fucking went right to Starbucks. Like he didn't get anything else. No hope. Like this is exactly what's going to happen with fucking Jordan Richards. They could cut him today and he wouldn't fucking make the CFL's fucking practice squad. And he's fucking whatever he is, 23 years old. Disaster. They have him playing the edge and then, you know, he's way undersized. Not I don't think he's tough enough. I don't think he can even play safety in the league. It doesn't make any sense like Patrick Chung can come up and play the edge. Yeah. A couple other players can come up and play the edge as a safety. He can't. Um, so, anyway, Dante Hightower gets fucking hurt. So, that forced Cassius Mars into the game, who's been on the team all of fucking two days. Some of the worst tattoos going. In the game. And yeah. he has the worst. He puts, looks like Macklemore, which bothers me. He puts, uh, he takes eye black and makes crosses under his eyes. I respect which, that. He's uh, like he's like Latimer from fucking, uh, from uh, the program. I yeah, love it. I Seat at the table. <laughs> Starting defense. Yeah. Yeah. Starting defense. Place at the table. That's Cassius Marsh. <laughs> he's um he's on the team for like two days, and they're leaving him on an island with Kareem Hunt, the fucking lightning bolt running back. He that gives up an eighty-yard touchdown immediately. Guy doesn't know the defense, and he's fucking out there playing fucking one-on-one versus um Kareem Hunt, and. What what broke that was, by the way, if you watch it again, is that Jordan Richards is playing up on the line and needs to fucking chip the running back coming out of the backfield. Guess what he does? Doesn't do it. Surprise, surprise. So he gets a fucking – Kareem Hunt gets a fucking 15-yard running start at Cassius Marsh and just walks past him. Embarrassing defense. Yeah, uh, and uh, they were talking a lot like, oh, Alex Smith isn't afraid to throw the football deep. He said this year he's going – those were wide open throws that I school, could have made. Yeah, them. they were terrible. They were, he dink and dunked all game, and like he shovel had three passes. passes downfield. He did like all these garbage shovel passes, and then you know he found these open slots. You know, shots did, down the field. You did call. You he didn't make gonna, mistakes. You said they're gonna be doing some weird shit with Kelsey playing yeah, they're gonna, uh, Wildcat and stuff like they that. Have they to, rolled yeah, that out a little bit. Yeah, they rolled out fucking weird offenses to try and fucking fuck up the Patriots. Luckily, they didn't have to do yeah. it much because the Patriots defense didn't give them any fucking didn't didn't, didn't cause any trouble. They finally could just realized walk they could, around the outside. Yeah, they could just run the ball down the field the entire second half and not even have to worry about throwing. Run around the outside so at will. Bad. They were running around the outside like fucking looters in Fort Lauderdale into a fucking footlocker. <laughs> Uh, there's no really hope for them either. Like, I don't really see them. I mean, the secondary can improve a little bit, but their run defense, I don't see it getting any better. Well, the secondary will be fine. That's communication and coaching. The fucking defensive line will be fine. It's just the, it's the, the linebacker position. And with Dante Hightower, he has to be on the field. That's it. There's, there's no saving the team if Dante Hightower isn't on the field no. with them playing linebacker or something. They got to get fucking Harris back onto the field. They get, they just have to figure out something. Amendola was owning this game, and they would have probably won a high-scoring game had Amendola stayed in the game. I mean, he had like a hundred yards receiving, and went out because they have to fucking have him go back and return punts. And fucking, they, I think they said he got hurt in the first one, but there was three fucking consecutive punts because Cassius Marsh kept running into the kicker. Oh uh, yeah. What did they, I think he only did it once, but somebody else did it the first time. Yeah. They ran to the kicker twice, which is fucking 
ridiculous that you would do such a, like something like that. You run into the kicker twice. Third time you get a punt, and then fucking Danny catches all of them, but apparently he got a concussion on the first one. Then he hurts his knee. It's a fucking disaster. Um, so once Amadola goes out, they have nobody to throw to on lateral routes, nothing side to side. They have to bring in Philip Dorsett, again, a guy that's been on the team for all of 15 minutes, and they're running nothing but vertical routes. And I, get, I give the Chiefs tons of credit. They outcoached the Patriots big time in this game. They... They had Marcus Peters shut down corner on Hogan. Completely eliminated Hogan from the game. Yeah. Uh, Eric Berry. He locked down Gronk. Locked was, down Gronk. Gronk impressive. did not look great. Um, you know, he was locked down. So all they had left once Amendola went out was Cooks going deep. And that they hit it a few times, but it's fucking not the offense that the Patriots has been using ever. Uh, Dwayne Allen was a non-factor. Nobody out of the backfield was doing anything. No. You know, towards the end, they weren't getting any time, and they should have fucking, you know, they were getting pass rush and pass rush, but nobody was, they weren't oh, dropping Houston it off. Houston looked like a beast. Justin Houston? Yeah, he was blowing he by like Cannon. A, oh, he looked so good, though. Knocked him down, that, like, fucking 14 times. Plays, he was, like, on a double team. He splits a double team and stuffs the running back behind the line. It was pretty impressive. The only thing that's good about this is not, I think the Chiefs, I mean, at least in week one, looked like probably one of the best defenses in the league, and the Patriots walked down the field on him a bunch of times. Mm. It's just that they don't have the personnel right now, the injuries. Um, that Gronk dropping the touchdown was really – that was critical. Yeah. And that and – I mean, I understood why they went for it on fourth and one right there because you, you got to fucking step on their throats immediately. But it reminded me exactly of, like, when they lost the Eagles two years ago. It was that last year. It was two years ago, I think, where fucking they, they, they were up like 14 nothing, and they decided to onside kick yeah. it, and, and they fucking end up losing because they, they fucking— blown out after that. Yeah, they just didn't—you know, the other team gets fired up. Like, you're just—you're trying to embarrass us, and then now we'll just fucking come back and fire it off. Um, so the only thing that's helping is I think they're playing the Saints this week, and the Saints' defense is not the Chiefs' defense. They don't have anybody that can really cover Gronk. No. Uh, Cook's going up against his home—the t- team that just traded him. I mean, I think he's going to be on fire this week. Um, similar matchups. Both have pretty bad defenses against good offenses. So I know. I'm nervous. That's better. what I'm nervous about is that if they get into, like, a scoring fest with this team and they're going to, like, try and keep up with the Saints. Like They should be able to. They should be able to, but who knows? I mean, fucking at this point. I, I think that losing that game, it's such a tired thing to say for the Patriots, but, like, it's – I think it's um, – it was – Good, a good loss because they fucking came out, you know, I don't know if they were cocky, but there was a lot of young players on the team. Just won the Super Bowl. You're coming in all this fanfare and this big festival, the banner drops. Well, and then you get blown off no your talk. own. Yeah, exactly. I thought that was actually nice of Belichick to fucking get the 16 no talk off right off the bat. Just go ahead, blow the first game. And then, run. you know, going 18 to 1 now would, would look pretty good after fucking, uh, you know, last time. Going 18 to 1 this time. I like that. Um, the fucking team, they ripped up the field afterwards. They, they, The Patriots were so mad they lost, they tore up the fucking field turf and replaced it. Did they really? Yeah, they're doing it right now. Do I don't know why, time. because the Chiefs look pretty fucking fast on it. So I don't know what the problem was. It's weird. They do that literally almost like every other year, I feel like. Well, they just replaced it in like March. And they they said that it was a little too like soft and bouncy and cushy in some places. I don't know. And they said they needed a two-week window. I just think they did it because they lost. They did the exact same thing when they lost to the Jets in 2006. When they uh, they lost, it was regular, regular like um, grass and grass. mud and shit. And they played like a mud game. 
and they were a decent team. I think it was 2006. Um, it was the year that they ended up going to the AFC Championship game and with Rache Caldwell. Yeah, and um, the they lost to the Jets at home. And, uh, you know, the Jets weren't very good. So they fucking it was a sloppy, sloppy, shitty game. So they were just like, fuck this. We're not playing in mud anymore. <laughs> we'll fucking just dig this bitch up and fucking put field turf down. Um, so that's what happened That, um, Yeah, I mean, the the defense was just full of mistakes, miscommunications. That's only going to get better with time, playing together more. Um, the secondary is an elite secondary. I don't care what anyone says. They have five top you know top tier defenders in the secondary the only thing that scares me is the the guy the, the the linebackers having to cover anybody coming out of the backfield because there's literally no speed there whatsoever they don't have like jamie collins anymore they could cover out of the backfield they kyle van Noy is like their best option i mean they're gonna have to bring okay. in yeah smaller like corners to they gotta make a big trade they have to they gotta do something because without shay mcclellan in there they got Kyle Vin- like in Hightower hurt. They have oh Malcolm Mitchell. That was a tough loss. Too. Yeah, right before the game, by the way. Yeah, like I get that. I get that in alert. I'm like, ugh, a fucking another IR for no reason. Like it just pops up. Like they weren't even thinking about it. Um, I don't know if they they even thought he was gonna get hurt if he was hurt or what. And they just he couldn't go before the game. I don't know. It just really sucked. It really sucked the wind out of you because they had no options. You know, it would be really nice to have Malcolm Mitchell and Shane McClellan right now. Because um, Kyle Van Noy is the most, he's he's the most experienced in the Patriots defense at the linebacker position right now, and he's played like six games for him. I know he got hit halfway through last year. Yeah, he, he jumped mean, over the line one time. Now he's a hero. That was Shay McClellan, wasn't it? No, it was Van Noy in the Super Bowl and against the Ravens. Was both McClellan? No, it's definitely you, Van Noy the first. You're time. wrong. I'm gonna fucking. You want to do a fact check? I can tell you. I'm not even gonna fact check because I know who it was. But I'm just gonna say that you're wrong, and I want to play something that. Yeah, something. I don't know. I'll just bomb you. You deserve that. <laughs> Niggas is wildin'! <laughs> I just like that. <laughs> I just want to play that all the time. It should be my ringtone. Um, yeah, so, I mean, once the rookies and the fucking um, new faces kind of get acclimated to the defense... They'll be able to get coached up a little bit, and I think I expect this week to be a little bit better because last week was just a travesty. I mean, having it's not ideal to have a guy that you show that showed up midweek, not even midweek, late in the week, play for your fucking team on Thursday. You know what I mean? He didn't even practice with the team. He's fucking out there and he's in uniform, covering running backs out of the backfield one on one. He doesn't even know what he's doing. Um, team it's only a matter of time until someone sits him down too, and. Takes that awful fucking eye black off his face. He's an, atti- he's an attitude player. He's an attitude player, and we like that around here. It's a lunch pail guy, blue collar. Oh, terrible. <laughs> he does. He does look like the Birdman from NBA, but also with the Macklemore haircut. Hey, he looks like the fullback from Friday Night Lights. Just, Riggins? <laughs> Don't just, you ever say he looks like Riggins. <laughs> uh, he's just all I mean, hustle, no skill. I, I just can't get over Jordan Richards playing close to the line like that. It was so funny because there was a lot of talk on this podcast about him getting cut. Turns out he's a starter on the yeah, defense. Yeah, no shit. He started, <laughs> that's my football analysis for you. But, like, how could he – I mean, how many gunners do you need on the team, honestly? Like, Belichick loves – everybody. that's all you ever hear. Belichick loves special teams, needs gunners, loves his gunners. Mm. How many gunners do you fucking need? They traded for a gunner right before the season. 
uh, they still got Slater. They got all these fucking other guys. They keep guys in the secondary that like barely can play just because they can play special teams. And and then why do you keep fucking Jordan Richards where if you cut him, you could have maybe kept fucking Austin Carr who could have helped in this game or kept literally anybody else. You could have signed me to the roster. I could have done better than Jordan Richards did in that game. Uh, so anyway, I want to start a new a new segment. Maybe after a loss, or we can do it during the week if there's a bad game and a win, where we it's gonna be it's gonna be a hot take alert. It's gonna be a it's gonna be segment on which we discuss the radio call-ins this week and people that have emailed me at the Malcolm Go podcast and left uh, you know messages and tweets and had a bunch of hot takes on the on the loss to the Chiefs. And you know, typically Patriots fans are known to go off the fucking bridge the minute the Patriots lose and don't look elite. So it happens almost every start of every season where the Patriots will have an early shitty loss in September and they'll say that it's the end of Brady, it's the end of Belichick. Uh, Belichick, the GM, is ruining Belichick, the coach. Mm-hmm. All the same shit. So let's do it. It's Hot Take Alert with Tony and Tyler. We eat the pig and then together we burn! Burn! What you talking about, Satan? Come with me! You belong with me! Burn! Burn! Ah, thanks to Adam Sandler and Gary Coleman for the production. From beyond the grave, Gary Coleman comes and helps out with the squad. Um, So this one comes in from my Twitter. Tom Brady is finished, and it's Jimmy time. Being in full seriousness. Um, so this happens every time uh, Tom Brady has a bad game. His bad game was a direct correlation of the Chiefs' D playing lights out. They're playing, they were playing a Ravens-esque plan. Uh, Amendola injury fucking absolutely stalled this offense. Nobody going side to side stalled this offense. Hogan being taken out of the offense and forcing Cooks to be the only viable option. Uh, If Eric Berry had gotten injured in the fucking first quarter instead of the end of the fourth, maybe you were talking something different. But the defense just outplayed the offense in this game. Tom Brady is not done. Tom Brady will be the exact same he always is. And you'll see, again, against a bad Saints defense where he's going to come out on fire. He was fucking talking in his after the game about how fired up he was and how this team didn't have the urgency to win, didn't have the championship drive that it's needed to win in this league. And I bet you he's fucking on everybody's ass. Is it Brady? Yeah. I love to hear it. You love to hear it. The guy never quits. No. Speaking of which, I haven't got my Tom Brady book yet. It's still in my fucking Amazon queue, and I keep seeing people on Instagram and Twitter fucking reading it and having a grand old time. <laughs> and I fucking pre-ordered it. The minute he, he, he announced it on Instagram, I was like, they're like hit, hit the link. I almost broke my finger hitting the link. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't hit it f- faster. Still hasn't come yet. What's this book about? It doesn't matter. It, does, <laughs> it, could, be, it could be about child molestation. Just I'd all, read the shit out of it. <laughs> Just all pictures of him. Is a picture book? I hope so. I, I, bought the, I bought the Giselle one in hopes that Tom Brady was in it. Um, How'd that pan out? No, it's not. There's a lot of... There's, Tasteful nudes in it, though. I'll tell you right now. Really? There are tasteful nudes. I had to break that out after the pod. Yeah, it's, it's fucking huge. It's like thousand pictures books in the book. It's like it's nothing but like her photos since she was a kid, not since a kid. Not the tasteful nudes are <laughs> past when she was a kid. <laughs> Is that where you got the child molestation? It, yeah, exactly. It's all it all ties in. So uh, they have it. It's like fucking. It's probably like 
180, 200 pages of photos, just photos on both sides. And then she sold it for like $800 for like charity. And then we got it on Amazon for like 60 bucks. 60 yeah, that's yeah. yeah it's a little bit you know i got a i got a little bit of cash over here at the low conti compound just throw it around you thanks to my sponsors at kane's donuts oh yeah saugus massachusetts come come enjoy kane's donut today um all right next one patriots defense defense isn't good they won't be good and they can't fix it there's not enough talent that one coming from uh, a, a loyal listener who re, re, uh, would like to remain anonymous via my email uh, I have one compounded on top of that that we got. What is it? It came in and said the Patriots defense isn't white enough. Well, that tend to from, agree with that in all fronts. Always. That was a, that was a guy from Everett. Yeah, <laughs> Chucky from Everett. Yeah. They just don't fucking get it. Dude. There's no fundamentals to these fucking brothers. I tell you right now, they got speed and talent, but no fundamental. Um. So there's three levels to the defense. We talked about this a little bit before. The D line is very good. Um, Trey Flowers is a certified stud. He's well on his way to 30 sacks. He got two in the first game. Um, you know, Alan Branch got pushed around a little bit in this game, which he does from time to time. Uh, he's had he's had motivation issues in the past. I don't think that's a problem uh, here, but he has had it in the past. Um, the secondary is fucking, again, it's elite. They're going to be okay once they figure out. And I think that was a good point you made about when they played against Miami and... Um, with Revis, and they just really didn't didn't play the defense that you wanted to play them, you know, what they're meant to be in. And I think that they're going to find the same thing. Maybe they, maybe it's a matchup thing because really they don't have – the Chiefs didn't have, like, that one guy that you had to match up against. Tyreek Hill's becoming that guy, but they didn't have, like, Jeremy Macklin anymore no. or, like, a, like, a true number one receiver. They have a tiny, speedy fucking slot receiver that – this happened to crush the Patriots this game. I mean, no, their number one guy is Kelsey, and they really shut him down. He didn't really yeah. do anything. It's nice to see, though, uh, like, you forget how good Butler is on the, at corner because you watch him come up and, like, just, like, lay yeah, hits. He, like, he comes up and lowers his shoulder, and then you watch Gilmore, who's, like, supposed to be one of the best corners in the league, like, yeah. tackles, like, other corner, just goes for the ankles, shoestring tackles. Does he? he I don't even fucking – honestly, I didn't watch much of, much of Gilmore. Uh, I thought he had a decent pass breakup. He played good. The other yeah. one, he was, like – on Tyreek Hill's touchdown, he was like, fuck it. He couldn't have yelled and heard. Like, Tyreek Hill couldn't have yelled and he would have heard him. Like, they were so far fucking away. It was, uh, Jerry Thorne made a funny joke about, um, Tyreek Hill being called for taunting, uh, giving the peace sign to Stefan Gilmore. And they were like, they should, they can't give him a, uh, a penalty for taunting because Stefan Gilmore was too far away to fucking see it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, I mean, the secondary is going to get better. And like I said, they'll probably play more man-to-man, especially against the Saints, uh, especially down the line when they play teams with two, like, really good receivers, like when they play Tampa Bay or Miami, when they get, uh, you know, the teams that they, they want to play man-to-man against. I mean, their, their zone defense clearly didn't work. So they have the personnel to play man-to-man. They should do that. Um, you know, you just take the lumps and you figure out what the fuck's going on. Yeah, you you know, I know Belichick is fucking into him hard this week. There was a good uh, tweet from, I forget what his name. He was an alignment on the Patriots that everyone loved. He was on the he was on the team like later two thousands, and uh, he was considered like the funniest guy on the team. I forget what his name. No, he wasn't like a starter or anything. I think he might have started. Oh, Ornberger, his name was ah, Rich Jesus. Ornberger. He didn't really ever play, but um, everyone loved him. Said he was the funniest guy. He had a tw- he had a tweet was like. One thing I know when from my few losses with the Patriots that is that losing 
after a a pay, after a game, especially at home, you'd never want to fucking lose again because Belichick ruins your life. <laughs> so hopefully we'll see what happens. Um, I don't think the talent level is there quite. You know, with the sec with that lot the the um the linebackers. Hopefully I'm I'm wrong. I mean I think Van Noy is good. He was a fucking early second round pick. Hightower is obviously a stud, but you just need somebody, you know, out on the outside that could cover linebackers. I don't know if they have somebody that can do uh, that can cover running backs. I don't know if they have anybody that can do it. Um, these players can be coached to be put in the right position. Right away, again, Jordan Richards needs to be off the team or off the field. He can't play defense on this on this fucking uh, at all. So. I think it might make sense to bring Dietrich Wise back to the linebacker level until fucking Hightower's healthy and Shane McClellan can come back. Maybe put D- – he's fucking William McGinnis' size. Yeah. I don't know why he can't – he could probably run a little bit. Um, let him play the edge. Let him rush from the fucking edge linebacker position rather than playing on defensive end on the in the 3-4. How but, long is Harris out for? Harris is – no, Harris is fine. McClellan's out for – He's on IR Harris, to return. I didn't even think he played the last game. Yeah, he played very little. But that was, I mean, they're not a big. They weren't a big power running team, and Harris yeah. is only going to play against a power running team. He's not going to do much coverage. He's just too slow uh, and old. I mean, at this point, I don't even know why he really belongs in the NFL because there's very few running teams. Unless you play like the Jets, the Jets can't. Yeah, teams that can't throw. Yeah, or like. I don't know Pittsburgh Steelers. They they're gonna have like stud running backs that are gonna run a lot. You know, the fucking Buffalo Bills. Anybody with like really good running backs that are gonna run up the middle a lot. Maybe you fucking see a lot of Harris. But I mean, they don't have any line, other linebackers. You got to keep them. You got to keep them active. Yeah. Um, Landon Roberts again. I mean, they're fucking guys that can't cover. They're just fucking thumpers in the middle. Um, the offense. This next one. The offense has too few weapons. Classic. A classic uh, Patriot criticism. The Patriots don't have enough weapons on offense. I'll tell you this. Gronk. Here's my hot take. Uh Uh-oh. Gronk is done. D-U-N. This guy, (laughs) he just looks stiff as a board out there. He couldn't move. He wasn't flexible. He looked slow. Is this a real hot take? Are you taking this? This is a real hot take. I am done with Gronk. He can block. Maybe we give him a number like seventy-four. Put him good at in left the seventy-four, tackle. I think. Yeah, can't catch but, anymore. I know that we've established he can't catch touchdowns anymore. My prediction is under six hundred yards for Gronk this year. Wow. That's how bad it's. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a fall from grace. Hard it's, one. Oh, it's done. He's taking so many injuries over the air. He's uh, slow. He looks. He looks like a robot. He looks sl- slim. He looks ready to play. He, looks he couldn't turn. He looked like one of those like when you fucking. You're in a neck brace and someone drops like a brick on the other side of the room and you fucking have to turn your whole body slowly. To, that's what he looks like. No flexibility out of him. He's we'll see. Done. We'll see. I mean, we'll get a watch. That's my I'm going to hold take. off. I mean, he played the best, probably one of the best safeties in the NFL. Uh, only guy that could really cover him. And he he didn't do he didn't do anything. He should have caught a touchdown, and dropped it, but uh, that would have made it all you know all the criticism go away had he caught that ball. So yeah. I'm not I'm not ready to jump off the uh, the Gronk train yet. I'm, I I'm love the Gronk. It. In fact, I'm a, I love the Gronk bus, and I'm gonna uh, tell a, a, a little inside joke. I've been on the Gronk bus. Oh yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah, say I rode the Gronk bus, but I've been on the Gronk <laughs> bus. Um, That's a lucky. I know. So anyway, the offense. It hurt to lose Malcolm Mitchell before the game. It didn't it hurt? Like I, the, he would have been a perfect guy to just come in. He, everybody would have been covered except Malcolm Mitchell. It would probably have been his game. 
You yeah. know what I mean? Cooks would have been vertical. You would have been able to do those easy hooks that fucking Mitchell dominated the Super Bowl with. That Cooks around a lot of, and he caught some of them, but not as much. He's he's a lot smaller, so the ball has to be placed perfectly. Yeah, he's like what five ten, yeah, fucking one hundred and thirty pounds. Um, so I mean, it's just tough to. They just couldn't adjust once Amendola went down. Um, you know, obviously they lost Edelman, so that was their fucking the safety blanket over the middle. You know, out quick, fast routes didn't work. Um, but the team is loaded. They just have to u- utilize their personnel better. Rex Burkhead didn't ver- barely got any into any routes. I mean, James White didn't get into any routes. Those guys need to be running that? routes out of the backfield. Dion looked good. Lewis. He always looks good. Yeah, he Love really Dion. does. He always looks good. And then all this week was Dion Lewis should be traded. We should, they should trade him. Everyone, they're ca- they everybody's calling him. the Patriots about Dion Lewis. No, fuck you. We like him. They should give him the ball in fourth down. Seriously, or fucking Tom Brady, fucking fall forward like you've done yeah, for twenty years. Shit. Uh, and, and he he gave up the fuck. He 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 went up to the podium and said that uh, you know, he didn't like the look. He didn't he didn't think he'd get it. So why run up the middle? It's even a slower developing yeah. play. You know what I mean? It's a slower developing play to a fucking QB sneak. If you're gonna run the same thing, if you're gonna not QB sneak up the middle, fucking do a fucking play action pass. What are you doing? I don't understand. If that's not the look for a QB sneak. Why is it a look for a run at the same spot? I know. That takes un- two seconds more to fucking look, develop. They went to the right side both times, too. It just didn't really, yeah. It got shut down. Eric Berry is a stud. He knows what the fuck's coming. I mean, uh, listen, the defense just outplayed the Patriots' offense. But this is far from a bad team. Everyone needs to step off off the ledge and just understand that this happens from time to time. I mean, teams start, the Seahawks in, like, the, the year after they went to the Super Bowl were, like, 3-3. Three and three. I think the fucking... Falcons last year were like six and five, six and four or something. Mm-hmm. So it's not like these teams, you know, not every team is the Patriots and has to go fucking 14 and two every season. I mean, sometimes the Patriots can go at 11 and five and fucking go on a run late in the season. Yeah. The Giants did it twice. I know it. I think we could go 11 and two or 14 and two a lot quicker as soon as we cut Gronk. <laughs> Just move on. Then they'll be studs. Because for Christ's sake, everybody knows Dwayne Allen's a stud since we, he can't fucking catch you. it's time to push the panic button on Gronk. Let's see. I'm not sure if we do. Is that it? Is that the panic button? Uh, I'm not panicking on Gronk. I'm not panicking on this team. Never will. Never have, never will. I have panicked before. I pa- I'm panicking on the edge. I'm going to be honest. Section 204 was lit with fucking me screaming about no edge presence during the game. There was people behind me that were, they were like high-fiving me and were, were uh, right on with me. I was plugging the podcast. Listen to the podcast. Listen to the podcast. You're going to hear a lot about the defensive edge presence and the lack of it. Um, like I said, they're running. They were running the the three four, basically five down linemen, basically what it looks like. And you know, Hightower's supposed to play over the the tackle. Wasn't obviously he got hurt, so now they bring in the fucking smaller guys, and they couldn't rush from the outside. They were getting pressure from the inside with the guys that are actually good, uh, with fucking Trey Flowers and Wise. There was another guy out there that I never heard of, like a Adam Butler, ninety one. That's Wise. Yeah, he looked bad. He. <laughs> He had a sack, didn't he? He might have. I didn't break down. I didn't break down Dietrich Wise's <laughs> film. For being honest, he just um, didn't. I was watching like, ah, uh, it just wasn't. He's the rookie. He's the rookie. Yeah. Yeah. Not. Uh, he wasn't the high to... rookie. He was the. He was, I think, a fourth round pick. Yeah, the other guy got hurt. The other kid that suit. was supposed to be a stud towards ACL. So, um, I don't think you need. The problem with the DNs is right. 
the DN as a patriot, I've said it a million times. I said it ad nauseum on the Malcolm Go podcast. Patriot system number one. If you're on the edge, you're containing. That's ah, what you do. E-team, you uh, have to contain. My E team pup wanna yeah. coach Jack Atten. He'll tell you that. You, anybody knows it. Everybody. That's a fucking Saga Sachem classic. Contain on the edge. These guys did not do any of it. Uh, you know, mo- and some teams, all they have to do is get to the quarterback. This, the Patriots team, number one, contain. Number two, get to the quarterback. That's it. But they fucking couldn't do it, either of them. So that's the problem with that. Flowers had a couple sacks. Yeah, Flowers always looks good. He's a beast. Yeah, he's really a beast. And, uh, you know, getting him a little bit of help would make him even better. If they can rush somebody like Hightower on his side, can you imagine the devastation that would be? Someone on the other side, just so they don't double-team every play. Anything. Um, Just got to get – just got to – Fucking keep contain on the fucking outside. Um, this this week, Patriots Saints. So the Pats offense versus the Saints defense. I mean, they literally should be able to do whatever they want against the Saints. The Saints defense is like not, they had like fifty percent turnover. New guys. Um, they played one game. They got fucking blown out really on defense by the fucking Vikings. Uh, the Vikings are oh, a decent yeah. offense. Vikings but look good though. They They're looked really good, good but. Uh, yeah, they really just fucking were run, throwing the ball at will on him. I think Sam Bradford threw for like 85% or something, completion oh, percentage. Like, fuck, um, that kid Stefan Diggs, I love him. I think I, he's, yeah. he, won't be, he might be one of my favorite players in the NFL right now. And Adam Thielen, what a, what a perfect Patriot he would be. Can, it, I, can you name a guy in the Saints defense? I can name quite a few because I watched that game, but that's about it. Were they, uh, uh, anybody that was there for before last year, Kenny Vaccaro is probably the only one I can think of. They still have um, our cornerback, Browner? No, he gone? he's retired. In fact, I think he hit a woman yesterday and is now in jail. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. You know how that stands goes. on the Malcolm Go podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let's hear all the facts first. <laughs> before it comes out. Um, so, yeah. so we'll, they, got, like, new, they got two rookies playing corner. They got Vaccaro and then somebody else playing safety. Even Manti Teo is their linebacker now. Ooh, he's good. Yeah. He, well, before he became a before he came out that he had a, a fake girlfriend, he was good. Yeah. Then he just lost his mind and was just like a mediocre player. Um, so they really should be able to do whatever they want against the Saints defense. Saints offense versus the Pats defense, different scenario. Um, but I'll tell you what: worst Patriots defenses have beaten better Saints offenses. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, like, remember the, the Kembrell-Tompkins game? Yeah. That Patriots defense was far worse than this defense, and that pa- that Saints offense was much better than this one. And um, the only difference now is they have good – the Saints offense has good running backs that could leak out. They have that kid Kamara, the rookie, who's really quick. He's like a Reggie Bush type. You got Mark Ingram and Adrian Peterson. That's Each one of them has a different skill set yeah. that could do whatever you they want. You stop Ingram, and pretty much that's – you're good to go, I think. Yeah, I mean, Peterson is old. He looked fucking... He was yelling at Sean Payton on the sidelines the other day. I mean, Kamara leaking out of the backfield. you got to key him. But, I mean, really all they have is um, Michael Thomas. And they got Kobe Fleener. But, I mean, they can... They Patriots match Cooks? up with him really well in defense. Who did we give him for Cooks? A first-round pick? That was it? That was it. They gave him a first-round pick and... Uh, Why maybe did they a, dump him? Maybe a something other. Something else. I don't know. 
I feel like maybe it's a fourth round pick too. Seems like a dumb move. Maybe I'm like wrong. They I don't could know. still use him very much. Though. Yeah, but he I think they, awesome. they did it so they could draft a cornerback because their defense was so oh, bad. I get you. And they know that Drew Brees and Sean Payton can probably make it any offense pretty, you know, yeah. make them decent. Cooks like, is going to walk in. Uh, yeah, Cooks is enough. probably going to leave. Um, I still don't have any faith, faith in the Saints. Uh, they suck. They're going to go like 4 and 12 this year. They're just yeah, not but I don't a good like the, the, fact, the fact that you're saying that again because you were heavily. <laughs> uh, talking shit about Alex Smith last Alex week, Smith and he looked terrible. like the MVP He's of the league. Still terrible. Watch him this week. He's going to throw for 187 yards, and no touchdowns, and two picks. And you make, oh, what happened? Yeah. Oh, that's Alex Smith. Yeah, I just don't want to be 2011 Patriots, where like they're fucking the team that everyone just throws a million yards on, and Brady has to score 35 points to win the game. I don't see them throwing on us as much. It's just running the ball on yeah. us. But no one runs the ball anymore, so we should be. That should help. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> So, luckily, teams only pass. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that I expect the Patriots to get to be ready this week, honestly. I think that the Belichick's going to be all over them to fucking run in those hills, yeah. getting crazy, like probably working the defense himself this week, crazy, getting them ready. Just They got out, outplayed, outcoached, and outclassed, I'll say, at every level last week. Um, I couldn't see them going 0 2, though. That's just. That's they haven't been 0 2 since Drew Bledsoe was the quarterback. Yeah. You believe that right. shit? Yeah. 2001 was the last time they were 0 2. And then I think the third game was the Jets when uh, Bledsoe got hurt. Mm. And uh, Brady came in, and that was the end of that. So they haven't been 0 2 since then. I don't think it's going to happen today. This, this would probably be the closest they could get to it because playing at New Orleans, their home opener, Patriots defense a little bit. Discombobulated right now. Saints offense still strong. Uh, the only thing is that their defense has to stop Tom Brady, which I'm uh, sorry, yawning. I don't think that they can do. Um, I just think the Saints, they're going to take the the brunt. This is going to be an onto Cincinnati type game. They yeah. got blown out by Kansas City. I mean, it's, a, it's a replica of Kansas what happened. Kansas City's defense is good, and we still dropped 28 on them. Should have been 31. Or they should have dropped more, more too. Yeah. They w- it would have been a lot more had fucking Amendola didn't get hurt. So they can regroup the offense around anybody. Yeah. I mean, I expect to see a lot more Rex Burkhead, a lot more running backs getting the ball. Um, I think the Patriots are going to finally. Yeah, they started the game with uh, – they basically started in that hurry-up mode and marched right down the field. They scored. didn't use that the rest of the game because I think they realized how bad the defense is. They're like, all right, we have to keep – the offense yeah. on the field a little bit because our defense sucks. Yeah, because they are not dick. Our fucking plan is not working on defense. No. Um, so anyway, I think it's going to be we got to find out if the Patriots have that hallmark Patriots mental toughness that they're supposed to have. Um, Brady alluded to it. I'm sure he's in everybody's face. That's what they keep saying is Brady's fucking lambasting this team, making sure they're mentally tough and championship driven as they have to be. Um, so we'll see this weekend. I think. It's going to be a high-scoring game. I'd love to see the defense go out there and fucking pitch a fucking great game and fucking give up, like, 10 points to New Orleans at home. But I think it's going to be more like 34-27. The Patriots win this game, though. I think it's going to be – and I, believe me, I took a hit on the Pats last week. You did. Oh, yeah. I even live bet them during the game. When they you were did? Uh, when they uh, were definitely the second half. Easy. Yeah. You're going to cover <laughs> this easy. Pats are going to fucking lose, dude. Pats minus three in the second half. Bullshit. That's stealing, kid. Give up 21 points uh, in the fourth quarter. Unanswered. I think the score is going to be 45-35. Jesus. 35. Oh, so you think the defense can't stop them either? <laughs> Not even close. I don't even. I don't see how Ingram's going to go off. How are they going to stop him? I don't know. I, I don't really... see it. Like, 
Mount, like their their D line's okay, but they're like so weak. They have so many holes that it's ridiculous. And I don't. Yeah, but there's got to be someone because there's no way this defense. Like everyone before the season, well, they brought in Coney Ely, right? And he was supposed to be the the answer at edge. He obviously they cut his ass because he couldn't do it. Yeah. And then fuck it. So you're sitting there in an opening day lineup of Dante Hightower, and then two seconds later, it's fucking Cassius Marsh. And Kyle Van Noy as your anchors on defense. Well, they. What are you doing? What happened? It it went from like the deepest, most talented defense the Patriots have ever had to one of the weakest fucking linebackers uh, spots they've ever had. Definitely the weakest ever. Because they're not deep at all. They're so they're so thin. Like when you look at them as like a a Madden team or whatever, they look good because they have like they fill all the holes. You can put guys here. But then as soon as you have to roll out different matchups. One guy gets hurt and you have fucked. no sub packages. They have, They're they, terrible. Once a fucking your, 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 your star got hurt, you fucked. It was like, this is like a couple of years ago. They started, a, they had a worse de, uh, you know, linebacker core. They had like a fucking undrafted kid out of Mississippi State uh, playing. I remember they played against the Seahawks. It was like Spikes. Um I can't remember who was Mayo on. must have been hurt. Mayo was probably hurt. It was like spikes. Well, they've had this Mayo kid fucking for the past six years. Yeah, but Mayo was always hurt. Yeah, he was hurt. And this is Hightower's like first. I think it might have been Hightower's. No, it's probably the year before Hightower came. Yeah. That's when spikes. the linebackers were shit. And, uh, you know, if Mayo was hurt, they had spikes and then fucking some other bums. I forget who the kid was, but I think he was just on the Giants. I saw him the other day. He was on the Giants, not the other day, on the Giants, um, you know, preseason team, and he Casillas? played against the. No, wasn't well, Casillas. I love it was, him. No, this is a guy that was on the team. Was, I fucking can't remember his name for the life of me. He was so bad, but they they signed him and he started against the Seattle Seahawks, and he was so bad. Like they had to bring in, I forget who they brought in for him, but it was like a safety they brought in to play linebacker because he could not play. They started him at special teams. I mean, at linebacker on the road in Seattle, Russell Wilson's first game. That was the the U Mad Bro game. Yeah, and he was the starting yeah. linebacker in it, uh, and he was just cut from the Giants' fucking preseason team. He was so bad. Um, I'm telling you, it's just it's just that bad. Their front seven looks that bad. There was not one play where you're like, oh, that looked like a good run stop. Like that didn't happen ever. No, they didn't have anything where they stopped something up the middle. I mean, they had like they got the six fumble, or seven yards, fourth fumble. Yeah, that was Richards, your boy. But yeah, that was also on a twelve yard run. Luck. Yeah, yeah. As he's afterwards. going afterwards. Yeah. Um, and that fucking ninety one idiot. That guy sucks on the other side. Like, there's no way that yeah, I think run the ball on us. that was his first pro game. You got to give him a little bit of slack there. He, he got a sack. He was rushing the quarterback. He's all right. Like, he was he's doing some things. He's probably going to be a good player, but he's not your starting D end. He shouldn't have been a starting but D end. But he is. This he is ha- what we're left with. That's I, I know. That's there's the problem. no depth. They have to start, They have to make some sort of move here. The only thing. The only thing helping you is there's nobody in the AFC that looked any better. No. Besides the Chiefs. The Chiefs looked the best. Yeah. <laughs> besides the, the Chiefs, the, the fucking Broncos looked like shit. The the Raiders looked okay. Tennessee Titans looked okay. Yeah, both the Steelers good. didn't look good. They uh, barely beat the Browns. Yeah, the Steelers are all right. I mean, you'll see what Miami I don't looks like this week. People telling them like they're the best team in the league. I, the yeah, a lot of people thought no, they're not. Their defense isn't that good. No, they're never going to be good. They, def- the Steelers' defense is never going to beat the Patriots' offense. <laughs> it's so silly. <laughs> never ever. It's just never going to happen. Um, so uh, we're going to close out. I mean, there's a lot of uh, Patriots Hall of Fame players this uh, that came up today. They have 11 eligible Patriots players uh, that have been like the the top 50 that got. They got uh, nominated to the Patriots. I mean, to the 
NFL Hall of Fame. Oh, really? There's like a, well, 11 players that have worn Patriots uniforms, like nine or eight or nine full-time Patriots. Like, uh, yeah, like uh, Randy Moss, Ty Law, Ronnie Harrison, Richard Seymour, Teddy Bruschi, Fred Taylor, Chad Johnson, like all these guys. Uh, Not I've guys that are true Fred Patriots. I mean. Yeah. He had a couple uh, good years at the end. Yeah, they did. So they, this, this is going to be a run. It's going to be fun because there's going to be a run of Patriots making the Hall of Fame. Out of that, I don't think really – I mean, Randy Moss is probably first ballot Hall of Famer now. Richard yeah. Seymour is a Hall of Famer. Ty Law is due. I, I think Ty Law would be Hall of Famer. Yeah, he should be. Uh, Ronnie Harrison is like the f- only guy that ever had 40 interceptions, 40 sacks, I think, or 20-20, one of the two. Really? Yeah, he's the only NFL player that ever did that. He's due. Or 30-30. He had some crazy stat yeah. where he's the only guy that ever did that. Um, I don't know if he'll be a Hall of Famer, but – Teddy Bruschi he, he won't kinda, be in the Hall of Fame. He but. was one of the best safeties for years. There, he was. John. Bruschi is a weird one because he won't be a Hall of Fame. He's he a doesn't Patriots have the stats, favorite, but, but he's like such an iconic player during that stretch. That yeah, he's like, going to be just like a fuck. He's, yeah, he's like a he's a he's the Patriots version of like, um, I don't know, Pete Rose. I don't know. Some great like something like that's Pete a, Rose is the best baseball player <laughs> of all time. <laughs> Well, yeah, it was a terrible example. I, I couldn't think he of one of them. He like 2,000 more hits I, than the I guy thought, after him. I'm going to be honest. I thought terribly on my feet there. <laughs> I, uh, so, yeah, Teddy Bruschi is like, he was like the, um, I don't know, he's like the heart and soul guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was like, I don't know, he was a good player. I like, think who he would be. I don't know if I could uh, compare he's him to like a, a Boston Bruin. Better been like uh, Derek Fisher. I don't know who that is. Oh, like a basketball player? Yeah, the basketball player for the Lakers. Like they won all those championships, but. Terry Fisher really didn't do. Yeah, but he was, like, part of the team. Yeah. Uh, well, no, Teddy Bruschi was, like, a leader on the defense. No, he was definitely we, we are terrible at coming up with examples of this. This is a terrible example. He's kind of like Chris Jericho when he does the Lion Tamer. All right, he's like the, um, I don't know. Aladdin. I can't. Who doesn't Adam know? He's, Sandler. He's good. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he's like, he's like the water boy. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, so I just thought that was interesting. They got fucking. It. It's going to be a fun run of Patriots uh, making the Hall of Fame. Hopefully, Ben Coates was up there. Ooh, he won't yeah, make he it won't either. Make but it, no. I mean, just another just guys that I. Ben Coates is my. Uh, he was my favorite player before my favorite player. So mm-hmm. like once uh, before Tom Brady came along, Ben Coates was my guy. Yeah, always open in the end zone. I'm still a Tyler guy through and through. Yeah, I was a big. Yeah, it tell it tells a lot about you what position and what uh what player you 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 like. So that's very prima donna of you. I was a Ben Coates guy. Bring bring your bring your lunch bucket to work. Line uh you know tight end type guy. All strength. No no fucking speed. Nothing. Just fucking. Lumber down the uh, fucking field and catch lunch. touchdowns like a stud. Pale and lunch bucket. Guy. He really was. Enough. He was like a Gronk before Gronk, but a little bit bigger. Couldn't run as well as Gronk, but he could catch and block like a fucking beast. Yeah, he was like uh, Antonio Gates. Hey. He could block a little better. Yeah, he, he could block better, and, and he was better than Antonio Gates. Stupid body. He couldn't. He didn't catch as many touchdowns. Cause different era. Yeah. But he did win that Super Bowl with the Ravens, which the Ravens had Stirl- uh, Shannon Sharp and Ben Coates on the same team. Ooh, ridiculous. Um, so anyway. A little fun fact for you at the end of the pod. Yeah. That's what yeah. we like to do here. So, well, let's see if those Patriots get the win this week. Again, as always, follow us on Twitter. You want to plug your Twitter? The Tyler Trainer. I thought it was maybe Tyler or something you changed. Oh, uh, Instagram, The Tyler Trainer. That's where uh, it's at. All right. Listen, Instagram's getting blown up. I, Instagram's um, hot in the streets. It's hot in the streets right now. At Malcolm Go Pod, at Malcolm Go Podcast, uh, Malcolm Go Podcast at gmail.com. Contact us if you want to be part of Hot Takes, which I know a lot of you do. Um, email me, 
tweet me, whatever. Um, as always, rate us, subscribe to us on iTunes, tell your friends. The people are going crazy at Gillette Stadium Section 204 about uh, Malcolm Go Podcast and my awesome Defend the North flag, uh, or the North Remember, sorry. Don't even remember what my flag says. But anyway, uh, hopefully the Patriots go out there and get that W this week. We have a better podcast next week for you. Um, I think we might have a guest in next week. Comedian? Uh, yeah, Big Alvin David. We'll see. Does he know Patriots stuff? He doesn't seem like a sports guy. No, he's in there. He's a uh, He likes to gamble from time to time. Does he? I like that. Yeah. I like that, man. Just uh, in the hip. So until then... Say we'll say uh, go pass go. Do your job, all right? Don't try to make too much out of it. Just do your job. Started seven, eight months ago, right? All for this moment. It's about honor. It's about respect. We win this game. Your honor. Your kids are honor. Your family's honor. Stack receivers, two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands he has. Uh-huh. Wilson, quick throw. And it's Let's do it. intercepted. Intercepted to Malcolm Butler. Butler has it at the one. Malcolm Butler. And Warner goes back to throw. And here's the blitz by Mike Ray. The back. Snap, ball down, kick up, kick is on the way, and it is good! It's good! It's good! Adam Vinatieri moves a 48-yard field goal, and the game is over! And the Patriots are Super Bowl champions! The Patriots are Super Bowl champions! The best team of the Hey! Did it! I love you, man. Did it, bro. I love you. I love you. You're the greatest quarterback in the world, man. Hey, I love you, man.